Hello, everyone, and welcome to the 32nd episode of the Poorly Planned Podcast. My goodness. My but, name but is... But I thought we did the 33rd <laughs> last time. Uh, but that's not going to make any sense to anyone oh. listening to this. <laughs> God, you're such a failure of a co-host. Uh, my name is Benedict. You probably know me better as BHL Hudson. Here we talk movies, TV shows, a bunch of bunch of uh, uh what is the word <laughs> nonsense uh with me as always is my friend co-host and the little oh, john to my robin i think i think i'm the little john to your friar tuck such a terrible start to the episode <laughs> new listeners have already clicked off i guarantee it and subscribed <laughs> just for good measure um yeah so <laughs> i am friar tuck <laughs> so that's it uh so this is going to be another another catch-up episode, uh, because in case you don't know, which most of our long time, we haven't gotten a lot of new listeners <laughs> lately since we went off the air, but we've been posting pods very, very irregularly, because mm. it's poorly planned. I mean, it is. And we also, we don't have the time. So this is, the last one we did was like a, a pre-recorded one. Mm. So I thought this episode before we go off on vacation, and there will be some pre-recorded pods oh, for over in Christmas. The future. Oh, my. Just so you know, we, we got you guys covered for Christmas. But <laughs> it's our gift to you. But um, <laughs> Ho, ho, ho. <laughs> but I thought this time, since this will go up relatively close to when it's recorded, like probably a week after or something, or maybe a little more, depending on how fast I can edit, <laughs> um, we are going to go through all the films that we've watched since, what was it, like... Since we were born. <laughs> It'll be a two-minute two video. <laughs> It's just the ballad of Buster Scruggs. <laughs> it's the only thing we've been watching ever. <laughs> um, we're since I think it's like early October, late September when we did the last one that was like up to date. So since then we're gonna go through a bunch of stuff. So uh, a few little little announcements here at the start. So if you want to just skip to the the reviews and stuff, I totally understand. There are time codes in the description. Are there? <sighs> okay, I need to calm down because <laughs> I'm so fired up. <laughs> I get way too like. Way too energetic at the start of these, and I get really tired. So I feel like I need to parcel out my energy throughout the uh, the pod. I think you're just a terrible host. <laughs> <laughs> a few things I want to talk about here. First of all, the next podcast is going to be a pre-recorded one. We've already recorded, actually. Oh, it's going to be our Christmas end of the year pod. And y'all remember what happened last Christmas? <laughs> the worst episode of all time. Can't believe that's been a, that's only been a year. It feels like it was like eight years ago we recorded that. Time moves very slow with you. <laughs> There I'm here, I'm just like, my god, it's a drag. <laughs> um, so, <clears throat> the thing is, we recorded that one before we'd seen just a ton of stuff. And, like, that is, we bring it up there, like, that's kind of part of the joke, that it's such a stupid idea to do an end-of-year award show, like, before we seen tons of stuff. But, so there's a bunch of stuff we're going to talk about today that we hadn't seen then, like, and some stuff, like, seriously would have been considered for, like, best movie, and then some stuff for then, joking stuff, like Robin Hood. <laughs> oh, I thought Robin Hood was in the serious... <laughs> So, you know, we'll, I just want to put that out there. We mentioned it there, but yeah, that episode is terrible intentionally. <laughs> that's my, that's my that's, security that's, that I'm putting over. We meant to be <laughs> Yeah. And then, um, also we've definitely missed something out here in the movies that we've watched. I've just been keeping a very loose list. Also, we're not doing any news because there's, there's way too much news. And then if we do one thing, the people are like, why didn't you talk about this thing? And it's just too much um but we will have some announcements at the end again totally missed some stuff out but it's just been keeping a little loose list um sorry the doorbell just rang and i'm thinking okay yeah more again you can skip ahead if you don't care about any of this but more uh, <laughs> but we're getting robbed <laughs> <laughs> but there's a gun to freddy's face um 
little spoilers. We actually we might have to cut this off a little early because I'm having that little BHL birthday party after this. Oh, he this. is. It's gonna be it's gonna be crazy. However, the reason I bring that up is because we're it's happening in three hours and the doorbell just rang. And I'm thinking like. Did someone accidentally show up three hours early? Well, then we'd send them away. <laughs> oh, yeah, while we're recording or they, the pod. Or, or they'd have to sit here and watch. <laughs> Listen to this. We actually, one of our friends once asked if they could sit in on us recording a pod. Do you remember this? We recorded, we was were it recording Yana? it. No, no, no. Who was it? Julia. Oh, we my. Recording oh, it oh at I do school. remember that. Yeah, and she was like, I'll just sit in the room with you. And I was like, no. No. <laughs> could you, do you think you could do this with other people in the room? I don't, I couldn't. Well, you know, I'm, I'm a bit of a comedian. <laughs> So, so I think I'd be better with other people in the room. <laughs> I need a crowd. Anyway, let's talk about the movies we've watched, both from the cinema, both in our own time. Let's just let's just jump into it. Say let's let's talk. Let's talk about sex. <laughs> <laughs> the worst, the worst setup. Bumper comes in. <laughs> also, spoilers for everything we talk about throughout this. Just skip the time codes when you talk. Blah. When you talk. <laughs> when, we, when we talk about something that you haven't seen or don't want spoiled spoilers for everything we talk about okay let's go we're recording this on saturday december 8th 2018 just so you know let's just talk about the films and stuff um first of all captain america the first avenger was it captain america <laughs> um so the first captain america movie still one of my favorites a very mm. i'm just staring at my my picture of a cap on the wall it's not on the wall it's that empire magazine thing yeah you see him no, well, I see him. <laughs> <laughs> no, I've spotted the Evans. Um, <clears throat> yeah, I mean, it's one of the first superhero films I ever saw, so I was very... I just, I have a lot of nostalgia for it. But also, re-watching it, I... I realize how good of a person <laughs> Cap really is. <laughs> I appreciate how cheesy of a, like, a movie it is, but also, like, that's part of the fun, because there's some lines in that where it's just... It's... It's dumb. Like, it's... What, what, like what? Well, there's, there's the part... And this, like, used to be my favorite line ever, but there's the part where... Red Skull, he's like beating him up a little bit, you know, give him a little as the Hugo does, as 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 the weaving <laughs> tends to do, and then he's like, "What made you so special?" And Cap's like, "Nothing. I'm just a kid from Brooklyn." And like that is an incredibly cheesy line. But Shut like, up, Tushi gave you serum. <laughs> you're not a kid from Brooklyn. You're a Tushi made man. You're <laughs> a Tushi made experiment. And also he goes like, "Do you think when weaving gets shot at, he bobs and weavings? <laughs> bobs and Tuchis." <laughs> But then also when he's talking to Tucci earlier, he's like, <laughs> sorry. I was like, oh yeah, he's talking to Tucci and he's like, I don't want to kill anyone. I just don't like bullies. And it's like, ah. but no, I, but the thing is, what I'm saying is, even though those are kind of, you know, sort of cheesy lines, I love that because that's the kind of movie it is and sort of the universe it is. So I feel like you keep, you keep trying to defend it <laughs> when you know to, it's terrible. <laughs> it's a great movie. And it's just, it's good to, I, I like, you know, when you can acknowledge that, yeah, you know, superhero stuff a lot of the time is kind of dumb and cheesy, but that's mm -hmm. part of the fun. And the rest of the movie, like, it's not like a, you know, ter it's, it's a great film. It's one of my favorite MCU films. A, a lot of people don't like it, um, and I hate those people. <laughs> Let's talk about, but so yeah. Sex baby. No, oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, uh, First Avenger, I love it. It's it's a good fun time. Uh, one of the more underrated MCU films. Arrow. I, st I started watching a little bit of Arrow again. Why would you do that? Well, the thing is... It's, it's such a freaking polarizing show. What do you mean? I don't know. <laughs> I was hoping you wouldn't call me on that. <laughs> it just looks like something in, what's it called? Uh, Watchmen, is it? Rorschach? Yeah. yeah. It looks like the same, uh, like, kind of filming and stuff and tone, but just much worse. Oh, well, it's, it's way lighter than Watchmen. It's, uh, yeah, it's a CW show. The thing is, I, I watch Arrow kind of, like, in, 
little little bursts <laughs> in small rooms. Because <laughs> like I watch like four episodes, I'm like, all right, I'm, I'm back into it, and then I stop for like six months, and then I get back to it. So I I watched like four episodes a few months ago, and it was it's fun. I really I really enjoy it. I really want to watch more. It's just there's there's too much content, man. Uh, no, it's it's good. I love the main guy. Um, what's his name? Stephen Amell as Arrow. Uh, they. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, I I enjoy it. I'll get back to it eventually. It's good. Now, something we can both talk uh, about and say but, we love. But we can also be sad because it's not coming back. Uh, your thought. <laughs> <laughs> something we both love but is never coming back. Um, uh, Daredevil season three. God, My God, was it so dead. good. It was. It's so. It was so refreshing to get back to like a Marvel Netflix show that wasn't just like that wasn't fucking Danny Rand. <laughs> that wasn't. I mean, I'm sure that was fine. I haven't watched it yet, but. That was just, like, amazing. Just, yeah. like, season one and Jessica Jones season one. That, not just, like, you know, Defenders. Like, yeah, it was, it was pretty good. Like, honestly, the Daredevil show has been so consistent in its magnitude of greatness. Oof. Well said, my friend. Thank you. <laughs> the thing is, a lot of people don't like... Or not a lot of people, but a lot of people say, like, season two is kind of meh. And, like, I don't think it's as good as season one or season three, but I still think... It's, I think, it's I still, still good. Think it's it's got very that, good. It's got the Burnthal. It's got the Punisher. Dude. The thing I hate about... That show is Electra. Is Electra? I don't. I think she's fine. I hate Electra. Why? F- freaking changing accent all the time. Sometimes it's it's British. Other times it's Mexican. <laughs> Why you can't hate a character just for that? Yes, I can. Uh, that's, I mean, and she's can. also very annoying. Boom! Uh, roasted. <laughs> <laughs> Drops the mic. Just destroyed Electra. <laughs> I, but mean, I think Electra's fine. I'm happy she's dead. Well, that's the thing. She's, she's. <laughs> but I guess she could have also survived. I mean, no. the the only thing I don't, the, I mean, there are some logical things like would he really survive a building falling on? But like whatever, you know, it's the rest of the show is just. It was getting back to the the Marvel Netflix stuff of just being like. He's not fighting ninjas or yeah, it's, dragon it's more, skeletons. It's more grounded. Yeah, in a way. he's just fighting Agent Nadim, who is my favorite boy. <laughs> Who's a dragon and a ninja. <laughs> The dragon warrior, <laughs> Nadim. Oh, no, Nadim. I love, I love Nadim, and I also loved. Um... <laughs> Nadim is better than both Fisk and Poindexter. Uh, Poindexter. Did also. you forget Poindexter? <laughs> I kind of forgot Poindexter's name. I was gonna call him Baxley, but that's not his name. <laughs> I was gonna call him Key and Peel, but <laughs> no. Um, Poindexter was fantastic. <laughs> okay, we need, to, we need to stop laughing. We need to actually. Poindexter's a serious matter. <laughs> Such a fucking terrible pod already. Uh, no, I. It's just such a well constructed story, and uh, but the fact that it got canceled, I'm like, the reason I'm not super broken up about that is a. I just hate D'Onofrio. <laughs> it's a. He might come back, and I, I put this out on Twitter. It'll 100. It won't happen. But if he showed up in the post credit scene for Avengers 4, that would be like. <laughs> what if just Nadim shows up? <laughs> it's, so, just, it's just Murdoch at Nadim's funeral. <laughs> You want to go to my aunt? Foggy Nelson appears. That's the entire team. Foggy as the butcher. <laughs> Foggy's brother shows up. <laughs> the most important character. Um, but wouldn't that be like? Honestly, I would rather have that, or maybe not. But like, I'm thinking because people are saying maybe they'll have the Fantastic Four, the X Men show up in the post credit scene. The X Men. Yeah, because they're Isn't coming that... over to Marvel now. Really? Yeah, at some point soon. But so Daredevil will be in Marvel. Oh, I mean, I mean in in. <laughs> So Foggy's brother is a butcher. <laughs> I'm a Deadpool. <laughs> yes, he will. Yeah. 
<laughs> so Daredevil is a superhero. <laughs> but yeah, I, I did like, though, um, the ending where they, like, they gave basically a happy ending to Foggy, Matt, and Karen, which yeah. I really wasn't expecting because these seasons always end with, like, you know, a cliffhanger. They're... Something yeah. bad is coming. Like, yeah, they have well, that they have point, point Dexter. Dexter getting his spine that removed. Was, that was really bad. I didn't like that. But um, the the rest of it where they write on the napkin, I so good. I was, was so, I just yeah. finished it. I was like, you're I'm so there, happy. You're sitting there, Rocky yeah. music plays. When I finished it, I was like, I could watch more of that, which I haven't felt with the Netflix shows maybe ever, the Marvel ones, because even the great ones, I'm like, yeah, all right, I'm done, 13 episodes, I can make a review or whatever. But this one, I was like, I genuinely, I looked forward to watching episodes. It was awesome. So yeah, Daredevil season three, very nice. Oh, Mamma Mia 2, something that you have watched. I want to watch. How, didn't you go see it? I haven't seen it. There was a big thing where a bunch of our friends went to see it and I couldn't make it. And then my friend Yasin, who I like more than you, uh, that's, then yeah. dragged me to it separately. He saw it, I think, three times in the cinema. Okay, so I think we talked about the first Mamma Mia. I, we, I, we have. It's, have we? Yeah, because I watched it at some point before the summer. Oh, yeah. Um, it's a bad movie. The second one or the, the first, first one? one? What the first one's so good? <laughs> it's not. I mean, it, look, it's kind. Of, I can appreciate why everyone loves it. It's, it's kind of fun. It's not good, right? I mean, Brosnan has like a. It feels like a twenty-minute solo song with with Streep. Exactly. It's not much of a exactly. solo. Exactly. It? It's, it's a duet. <laughs> a, tw- a twenty-minute solo with all the cast. <laughs> I don't know how he does it. There's some. There's this power ballad with Streep and Brosnan before the wedding That's or whatever. So beautiful. And then the ending with the. Dominic Cooper. I mean, I like him because he's he's uh, like not not Tony so much Starks. in the movie, but oh, he is Tony Stark's dad, isn't he? Yeah. But um, like in real life, he seems like very very chill dude. When have you seen anything with him in real life? Graham Norton. Oh my god, <laughs> he's such a, a Z-list celebrity. <laughs> Sorry, I like Dominic Cooper. Um, no, just kidding, Cooper. But he's a low wage douchebag <laughs> that no one will ever hire for a movie again. Wait a minute, did I put? I don't think I did. Sorry. It's the worst realization ever. <laughs> you just saw BHL, you just heard BHL stop and go, wait a minute, as he adds The Hangover to our list of movies. I don't think I talked about it last time. No, I totally did. What am I talking about? Did you? Wait, uh, whatever, we'll talk about it again anyway. Um, I, yeah, because there's a bunch of things that I feel like I have talked about, but I'm yeah, not sure. This is what happens when you do a podcast incredibly inconsistently and half-assedly. So, so look, I think the first one's fine. She's, she's dead, right? Yeah, spoilers, but not really. It's in the trailer. Oh, we Is should it? say we should say up front. Wait, let me see if I've spoiled anything. Oh, we totally 100% have. Okay, I'm gonna put this at the start. Also, spoilers for everything we talk about throughout this. Just skip the time codes when you talk... Blah. When you... Talk, <laughs> when, when we talk about something that you haven't seen or don't want spoiled. Spoilers for everything we talk about. Okay, let's go. I think you so, should... I think you're going to forget to do that, and they're just going to be in the middle of Mamma Mia. <laughs> oh, wait. Put this at the front. Note <laughs> Spoilers to for Daredevil Season 3. In Mamma Mia 2, I actually, I enjoyed it in the same way I enjoyed the first one, where I don't think it's good. <laughs> Not at all. <laughs> I hated it. I don't think it's good, but, you know, it's fun. It's relaxing. It's like nothing really, there isn't really consequence to much of anything. I like the performances. I like, uh, what's Brosnan her name? good? Brosnan's fine. <laughs> Brosnan Brosnan's. Uh, I like the the young Mel Streep from Baby Driver. Lily James, she's really good. I like her in everything. I really don't like the... Freddy's off on some adventure now, so I'm just going to record my, my own section of the podcast. Um, I hate Johnny Depp. Okay, excuse me. <laughs> um, I do... La La Land is a terrible movie. <laughs> I don't like... 
you know, wait, have you seen Mamma Mia 1? Uh, yes. Yes, of course. Right. So, you know, the two Meryl Streep friends who are just like their character, the one character trait they have is that they're just horny all the time. Yeah. Yeah. I don't like them at all. Yes. My friend Yasin is like, they're the funniest characters ever. And I'm like, no, I what hate about, them. What about the beach a solo that isn't oh, solo that, is that she's got? the it. worst thing ever. Ever. That's, that's the worst so part good. of that film. It's so good. I hate it. Anyway, in this one, the the shorter one's only character trait is, or wait, maybe it's the tall one. No, it's the shorter one. Is that she's sad about Meryl's death? Okay, they don't. They have more character traits. Whatever. They're horny and sad about Meryl's death. <laughs> Unrelated. <laughs> the two the two go together very well. <laughs> They're not related. Well, they actually do come together at the end. What's his name? Skarsgård. Uh, shows up. <laughs> that's it. That's the whole plot What's line. his name? Skarsgård. <laughs> he shows up at the end. They're all having the party, whatever. And then the running joke with the shorter old lady is that, uh, like, every time someone mentions Meryl, she starts crying, right? And then she's talking to Skarsgård, who they kind of had a thing in the last movie or something. I can't remember. And then she's like, oh, I miss Meryl. And then Skarsgård starts crying. And then they make out because they both cry over the death of Meryl. It's the weirdest way for those characters to get together. <sighs> And there's a whole thing about Cooper wanting to be an, an artist in New York or some shit, or a businessman. But I did enjoy the music. Cooper. Dominic Cooper. <laughs> I did enjoy quite a bit of the music. Um, the Waterloo. The Waterloo. Cooper. Dominic Cooper. <laughs> the Waterloo number is pretty good. Um, I enjoyed the young the young version of, of Firth. Uh, and then Firth is running like like a Japanese tech company or something. And then in the middle of a business meeting, he's like... I gotta go sing with my kind of granddaughter, and then he just runs out of the meeting, and but also makes a billion dollars or something. It's uh, yeah. If you're there, you're not there for like you know, plot or anything. <laughs> you're not there for a good time. You're there for a long time. <laughs> oh my god, it was so long. It was such a long movie. It went on for like thirty more minutes than it, than it had to. Um, but I did. I was I was entertained. It was like fine for most of it until the last thirty minutes when I was like, oh my god, stop this. Cher has a musical number for some reason with oh, yeah. this hotel guy who. They just, there's no point to that, like, plot-wise. They just threw it in because they're like, hey, let's give Cher a musical number. But I did like... Is Cher the grandma? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I did like most of this stuff with Lily James. Uh, and the best part of the film, besides Skarsgård's fat brother, fat identical twin brother, who he uses to get out of giving a speech. <laughs> Not kidding. That happens. Rami Malek style? You know? Night at the Museum? I don't know. No, no. He has a fat twin brother? Well, he's got a twin brother. Who, and he did his... Have you not heard this? No. Oh, well, then you're clearly not up to your Malik news. <laughs> yeah, sorry, I don't keep he, up with the Malik feeds. <laughs> the Malik feeds. Uh, he has a twin brother who was f- failing um, his studies in university, right? Mm. And then, like, in order to pass, his teacher's like, all right, you need to give, like, a Greek tragedy, like, a monologue. And then the brother was like, all right. Then he got Rami to come, do it for him, and he passed. It was It's a magical tale. Did he tell this on Graham Norton? He did. No, I feel and, like, and Jimmy Fallon. I feel like you shouldn't say that publicly. They're going to, like, revoke his brother's yeah. <laughs> degree. That's, I sat there like, no, Malik. <laughs> Stop it, Malik. You are the brother. <laughs> yeah. um, but anyway, the best part besides Fat Skarsgård is um, the ending where, like, after the film's ended, the credits roll over a bizarre musical number in which the past versions and the future versions meet oh, each other oh, yeah. and dance around and have a good old time. And Firth is like annoyed by his younger self, which is, that's a pretty good part. <laughs> I did enjoy that. And the Brosnan, the Brosnan bros were kind of fun to watch. But it was such, it was a very bizarre scene to watch old Meryl, young Meryl, and their collective daughter 
dancing together. I don't know. It was a strange thing, but it was the one at that point I was so checked out that I was like, okay, I'm kind of interested now just because this is like weird and bizarre. But yeah, look, Mamma Mia 2, you know what it is. If you like the first, <laughs> if you like the first one, you'll like it. You know, you know, you know what you're getting into. Um, then onto a more fun topic, Mississippi Burning, <laughs> the civil rights film. Ah, uh, who's in that? It's, uh, Gene Hackman and Willem Dafoe. Oh, I love myself some the the friend. Uh, so this we had to watch for history class, but I've already seen it before, and I really like it before, so I watched it again, and uh, it's still great. It's very dark and sad. Yeah, no, it's I mean, you know, the real story. We probably no. shouldn't get too much into this because this is like a very jokey podcast, and I feel like getting into something so serious and All terrible. Right. Just, you you lay on the serious, and I'll add in little... <laughs> no, don't add any <laughs> jokes to this. Uh, it's about the three civil rights workers went missing uh, during the Freedom Summer. I really, I'm supposed to be studying this right now. Actually, this is kind of unfortunate. Um, and then the FBI sends down, they send Willem Dafoe <laughs> and Gene Hackman to investigate, and then the thing is, though... Why not Gene Chopman? <laughs> See, this is the jokes you get to add to this. Yeah, if they're just puns based on Gene Hackman's name, all right, then. I'm, I'm fine with it. All right, all right. Um, but then, uh, the thing is, it deviates so much from, like, the real... Because we were learning about the real thing. And so there's... Because it's a movie, you know, it's meant to entertain before informing. And so, like, Gene Hackman has this whole romance with Frances McDormand, who's the wife of... Who's Frances Mc... Who's She's... the wife Oh, it's a it's a girl. Yeah, Frances McDormand is um the three billboards woman. So this is this is back in the eighties, I think. And so she's the wife of one of the, the like racist people in town, and so he seduces her for information and then I'm sure like some of it is accurate, but there's a part where Gene Hackman like goes into a barber shop and just like beats the shit out of like the head of the racist. And I'm like, that definitely didn't happen. and I asked my teacher and she's Gene, like, please. <laughs> she was like, Yeah, that totally didn't happen. And um you bought up just you, ma'am. <laughs> ma'am, did Gene really Gene, do that? Gene did not hit that man's face, did he? There's a lot of Gene Hackman beating up racists, which is great, but also not historically accurate. Anyway, if you can put aside the historical, yeah, historical inaccuracies, it's a very good film. And I know we've been kind of goofing around a bit uh, for Hackman's name, which is fair. Uh, that's, yeah. But it's a very serious film. It's a very dark film. It has a lot of like very, very disturbing like lynching scenes, which... My dad made me watch him when I was like a little kid. He was like, "This is such what? a great historical what? film." So your dad like forced you to watch lynching. Yeah, scenes. it was terrible. This is not this my is dad. Not good my, parenting. My dad sucks basically. Because <laughs> yeah, even watching it now, I was like, "Jesus Christ, that's that's yeah uh, yeah." So if you you know if you can handle that, it's a, it's a it's a very good film. Um, then onto another historical film, which I did not think is as good. First Man with the goose with the goose the goose. <laughs> Nah. Ah, it's a turkey. <laughs> the Such worst a... podcast. The goose? The goose. Nah, not the goose. Someone's going to take that out of context. Be like, this is the content the poorly planned is producing. Um, first man. So, look, it's good, but but it's not goose good. It's the new film from Damien Chazelle, who did Whiplash and then La La Land. So I was very excited for this. And then he f***s up. Well, he didn't, it's, it's a good film. It's definitely a good film, but... It was just like, it's one of those situations where I feel like I got the same, like, I don't know. Like, I feel like I got the same experience watching the trailer as I did the film, right? Where after I saw the film, I was like, okay, that was exactly what I thought it'd be. And like, it was good. I, I thought it would be good and it was good, but it wasn't like, unlike like La La Land where I was that, you Unlike know. Like Land. <laughs> unlike other films, I think like 
films that really stick with me. This is just like, yeah, it's good. And that was, there were... Is it, is it a bit of that jungle book that just you, it fades from memory? <laughs> Why do you remember that? Uh, look, Goose is amazing. All the performances are amazing. I can't believe I just said Goose is amazing. <laughs> um, I'm super hungry. <laughs> Uh, all the performances are great. It's excellently shot. The visual effects are fantastic. Like, everything looks real. And it's... Although there are... Especially Goose. <laughs> they just completely CGI'd. I don't know. I feel like I'm being really harsh on this. It's a very good film. It's just not... It's kind of like... Have you seen that movie Bridge of Spies with the Hanks? Oh, no. I, I, I don't want to watch that. But do you know, the... you know what it is, right? I, I know it's a movie. Yeah. <laughs> Correct. <laughs> See, correcto. <laughs> it's just like... It's like that where I watched it and I was like... That was good, but I would never watch it again. It was like good performances, well shot. It's it's good, but I just it's not something that really yeah. sticks with me. Brooklyn Nine Nine mm. finally in parentheses it. Doug Judy. Doug Judy, I'm so proud is of you. The that, greatest. He's so good, dude. I'm so proud you finished it. I, the, I am too. <laughs> it took a lot of work. The thing is, yeah, I I felt like I would never finish it because I kept I was like I like in a good way where I was like yeah I'll have episodes to watch forever because I was like oh yeah I'm always like around season five episode fourteen or whatever and then yeah. like I realized one day I was like oh shit, I'm it's finished. Like, I'm done. And it's, uh... But the thing is, it's but coming it, back in January. My goodness. So, I'm super excited for that. Yeah, no, it's... But that's the last season, sadly. Is it? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that, but... <laughs> oh! <'Cause laughs> Panic? I <laughs> runs out of room. Um, no, it's fantastic. I will say, there were parts of season five where I was like, alright, these are just, like, pretty okay episodes. Like, Did you like the proposing scene? I did, yeah. That, that was very that was good. good. The first few episodes of season five when he was in the prison that was, was amazing. very good and his friend the the cannibal yeah was the you know he's the guy from uh pop Grown Star? Ups 2. oh he's in a bunch of stuff yeah yeah he's in and, the office and, and, he's in, in Grown Ups 2 they, he's bald and then adam sandler goes like this on his head <sighs> you can't see but freddie just punched me in the face <laughs> yeah those are i think those might be my favorite episodes and then it kind of picks up towards the end the halloween episode is great but there were a few episodes where i was like all right that's just you know that's an episode but <laughs> I, and still the characters are great and yeah, I think the best thing was that episode where I had no idea Doug Judy was in it. And then he just pulls off the mask and he shows up. And I was he's like, like where's uh, the Peralta? I'm so, uh, I love Doug Judy. And he's in, you know, have you seen the new pictures from season six? No. He, oh, oh he's yes, in it, yeah. yes, yeah. Oh, it's so good. So yeah, no, Brooklyn Nine-Nine, uh, it's great. Uh, oh, by the way, I do want to say before we move on, just now that I finished it, I can confidently say my favorite part, my favorite moment in Brooklyn Nine-Nine ever is the into the belly of the beast moment with the phony smiles. That will never not make me burst out laughing. That is Into the belly of the beast. <laughs> that is my favorite moment in the entire show. It's so good. Um, moving on to another excellent thing that I just finished. Um, I think like the same week as Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Mike, you've been busy, BHL. Game of Thrones. Finally finished it. And is it amazing? Yes. <laughs> it's, it's so good. Like, what, do you, what do you think? What I've watched since we lasted one of these, I think, is season five, six, and seven. Season five is great. Uh, season six is amazing. And then season seven is a bit of a mixed bag because the well, I think the, most of it is really great and then some of it is quite bad. Yeah, but the thing is, you kind of at least I do. I'm not a professional movie critic. Oh yeah, but um, that's the, a given. The, the thing that you've been watching these characters for like si what is it? Yeah, six seasons, mm. just like like getting their own character arcs. It's it's very much Infinity War-esque. And then they all come together. And this meet. is exactly what I'm... Look at... I even have the tab open here. Little Game of Thrones review. Look at all these notes I have. 30 pages. Oh, oh yeah. A big part of what I talk about is how satisfying it is to see the character interactions. And like, it, it was, from big stuff with Jon and Daenerys to little stuff like, you're the one they call the dog. <laughs> <laughs> and now do your hound. 
Oh, <laughs> that was such a good hound. I love the sound. <laughs> that should be the title of the pod. I love this hound. <laughs> you does such a good hound. I love the sound. <laughs> but yeah, I think the thing is though about season seven, most of the time it's like I think it's well written, but sometimes it does feel a bit uh, not fan fictiony. I mean, there well, are some elements like, that feel a lot, of, a lot of it is like. Fan pleasing. Well, yeah, it feels fan servicey, but most most of the time, I'm like, that's the word. Most of the time, I'm okay with that because the thing is, because <laughs> I am a fan. Well, like I don't have a problem with fan ser- like Infinity War is packed with fan service. I don't have a problem with it unless it like is like, it like goes against the story, the story yeah. or yeah, something like that. And so I am like, it's quite a lot of fan service where you get basically like all the great characters onto the one team going. You know, it's like Jon Snow and Jorah and Tormund and and. Sword Boy, whatever he's called. Sword Boy. Leech I don't, Man. I don't even know who you're... T- oh, Gendry. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, Axe Boy shows up. And I was like, I have no idea who this is. It's a hammer. Whatever, you nerd. <laughs> uh, but it had a lot of good comedy with Davos. I love Davos. Davos is great. And... <laughs> Should be the title? I love Davos. Davos is great. <laughs> this guy's hound is amazing. Um, and the thing is, though, as cool as some of the ice zombie fights were a lot of it i think was wildly less interesting than other game of thrones stuff where it's either you know the battle of the bastards armies fighting each other or the mm-hmm. dragon versus the armies yeah. or just the political stuff with this I, I thought the last episode was way better with cersei and all that going on um where they all meet up in the what is it dragon arena or whatever mm-hmm. because and that's my fear for season eight because now well, i really hope it's not all that because yeah, i I find like, it way less interesting. Yeah, my like, it's like the least favorite part. My least favorite part of the story is the whole Ice Night King thing. Yeah, right? because and but the sad thing, <laughs> the sad thing is, is that they're making it like the main. Yeah, that's what's building main story arc, right? And the thing is, I like that in some respects. Where I like that it's sort of, I like that there's this big threat that's coming, and it's sort of as it goes. Because at the start, there's so many characters and political stuff, yeah. and now it's kind of converging. They're only really like two sides, and they're like, we need to focus up because this is doesn't matter at all like because otherwise we're all gonna die Mm -hmm. but the problem is it's far less interesting than because the night king he looks very scary he's he's a spooky man (laughs) but he's not interesting like no at all when he when he gets killed i don't think i'll feel unless they make something you know do something crazy in season eight i don't think i'm gonna feel anything like i feel when some of the other characters die in Mm, in these shows exactly and but and the ice thing there are a lot of dumb moments where also it doesn't feel like Game of Thrones where people don't die because of plot convenience where like John and also Jamie Lannister can like swim in heavy armor through freezing water. And I'm like, if this was season one, you'd be dead. You yeah. Know? It feels I'd... a bit more like Hollywood. Yeah, I know what you mean. Cliched. But, and uh, something I really hope that happens, but I know it won't is that like they kill the, the Night King and like solve that problem before the last episode. Right. And then the last episode, and then they go to fight they, Cersei. Exactly. Yeah, right? that I, I like that'd that be idea very. Like, I think that'd be much better. But, but I don't also, think it's that's gonna, gonna it's happen. gonna suck when they, you know, Jon Snow chops off the Night King's head or whatever, and then the entire army disintegrates. Because that'll be like, all right, that's that taken care of. Like, because you know how you kill one of them and then like a yeah, bunch yeah, of them yeah. die. So if you kill him, then they're all gonna die. Also, the dragon. There's just a bunch of like plot conveniences where I'm like, why didn't he shoot the dragon, that, like that's right there instead of the other one that he shot. You know what I'm talking about? No, yeah, I don't. And how, also, how, I know a lot of people complain about this, but the timing of how, yeah, how they, they are travel. on that rock, and then it takes a, it seems like it takes about an hour for 
Gendry, your boy, Axe Boy, to run all the way back to the wall, for them to send a raven all the way to Daenerys, and for her to travel there on a dragon. It happens like like that, when that should take, like, I think, like, weeks or months. No, yeah, exactly. Like, in the in the first episode where Robert Baratheon comes to Winterfell, right, mm. they say, we've been traveling for months, right? Mm. Like, so you can't just... Yeah. And Axe also, Boy can't run that fast. <laughs> and also, I enjoyed the last, the last part where it's like, um, I thought it was a cool line... Or reveal because you already knew it, but where Brad was like, he's the heir to the Iron Throne. But then it's kind of weird when they intercut like someone literally saying like they are related with them. F-ing. It's a weird. It's a weird way to. I love it. <laughs> but I just I found that a weird way to put it. Like that. I think the reason they did that, or part of the reason, is that because like the Targaryens are like known for their. Incestuous yeah. thing throughout. The, I mean, I guess it's normal in this universe. Also, I mean, we're only talking about season seven. Season six is so good with him just the punching Ramsay Bolton in the face for like oh, ten yeah. minutes is the best thing. And like he has the the shield and he like knocks the arrows out. Mm-hmm. Ah, so good. <laughs> ah. And um, I also love the King in the North moment at the end. Oh, it's very good. Yeah, no, season six is fantastic. So anyway, we really need to speed this along. Um, I'm gonna do. I'm gonna make some executive decisions here. I'm going to highlight, we're going to talk about the ones we need to, t- we have a lot to talk about first, and then we're just going to speed run through the rest, okay? So, sorry, but BHL got a party to host, <laughs> so we're going to have to really, really get through this. Because, like, you know what? Teen Titans go to the movies. I don't have a ton to say. It's it's good. I've got a lot to say about Merlin. <laughs> I will refuse to let you. So, yeah, let's let's just do this. Uh, do you have anything to say about Peaky Blinders? Um, Just that... I started watching it. It's pretty good, but I stopped watching it. <laughs> it uh, yeah, it's all right. It's nothing too special, I don't feel. Hmm. It doesn't have the Hardy? No. Oh, damn. Then I'm, if it does die, I haven't gotten to it yet. It's got It's got the Alan. <laughs> Never mind. Um, let's talk about Robin Hood. I know we said spoilers before, but extra spoilers here because we're really, <laughs> we're spoiling everything, yeah. which we saw just two days ago. Just, Actually, yeah. I should put this out, by the way. We're recording this put it at the start we're recording this on saturday december 8th 2018 just so you know all right let's let's get at two to it. 55 <laughs> um so now the greatest movie of the year robin hood honestly i th- i think may have been my favorite cinema going experience of the entire year it was <laughs> it's that and rampage are like up there as the the best terrible skyscraper movies. comes to a crashing <laughs> bottom skyscraper was terrible this was terrible in the most amazing it was everything i could have hoped it would be it was so horrendous there's a guy called friar tuck okay we need to explain that real quick this is not the main reason why it's amazing but um but it's definitely helping <laughs> uh some of you may have noticed i think i'll leave it in sometimes we call each other tuck or tuckers as a nickname mm. it's an inside joke that would take far too long to explain so we won't yeah but when we when we heard in the <laughs> confessional stand <laughs> tuck tuck we, we looked it's very at each, weird we looked at each other and died and <laughs> just disintegrated um so no but robin hood i think this is a movie where nothing works it is well i think i think i i think Terran's okay i think the action's all right as well like some of it some of it was okay some of it is bizarrely they use bow and arrows like machine yeah, the, guns yeah okay that actually what is was terrible. that call of duty opening sequence where they go to like I think they call it Arabia. Yeah. And then they just... Little John gets his hand chopped off. Oh my also, god, I was so surprised. We, when that happened, we looked at each other like... But Little John... <laughs> I mean, fair game. I Because I was like... I feel like I remember in the trailer him doing some two-handed things. <laughs> just strangles Terran. Um, but the, also, Jamie Foxx, who I like as an actor. He is... <laughs> and love as a friend. <laughs> he is 
horrendous in this film. This is, I think, and I haven't seen a lot of his, like, I feel like there might be some worse ones, but I think he's a great actor who sometimes half-asses his performances. So, like, Just for the paycheck. Yeah, so when he's, like, you know, in Django and Baby Driver, he, like, really puts in, you know, yeah. does what he can. But then here, he, it, this is one of the worst performances in the entire year. He is god-awful. Um, and he, he has an emotional moment where... Salim! His son is killed at the start. Uh, and then the romance. Um, the actual opening scene is... A, a maid Marian breaks into Robin Hood's horse stall. <laughs> it sounds bizarre. That a euphemism. <laughs> and then, first of all, like the opening shot. I'm, I'm sure it isn't the opening shot, but one of the first shots is just, just like the first just, thing you see of her is just her cleavage. It's just cleavage. It's like and why is her cleavage in her thief suit? <laughs> but like that is, I just thought it was funny that you like you see that far before her face, like, yeah. like way more. And then Robin shows up and like she's like, "Hey, I'm stealing your horse," and he's like all right, but will you go on a date with me? And then she's like, yeah, sure. And then they, like, are f- yeah. in love for four years. It's dumb. And then she, then, and then Jamie she, Dornan and, and then slides in. Mr. Grey comes in. <laughs> and then the best, I think the best shot, uh, actually, no, there's a far better shot later, but one of my favorite <laughs> things is Muggsy comes back from war and sees uh, Jamie Dornan has taken his woman and his reaction face is the best thing ever. <laughs> it's just like, this weird constipated <laughs> hatred. Don't ever say that. It seems that, seems that Jamie Dornan has taken this woman. <laughs> also, the worst, most sequel baity ending I've ever seen. Fucking Jamie Dornan gets caviled, and then why did he get caviled? He becomes the sheriff of Nottingham because they didn't really, they didn't really set that. Up. I thought it seemed like they were setting it up for. He's kind of reluctant, but he'll then join he- Robin. But he's kind of like in the middle, like. Almost an interesting character, kind of. But it turns out... realize it's Jamie Dornan. <laughs> it turns out he's just, like, a cartoonish villain, and he becomes the real Sheriff of Nottingham at the end, so so they can make a sequel. For the record, though, I would love to see a sequel to this. Me too. I would die to see a sequel to... Also, oh, there's so many great... We need to do a commentary one day, but it's this weird, like, kind of Batman ripoff, but also everyone can see him and Little John's face. There's a part where he steals... Okay, some of the stealing scenes I did enjoy... Like, there were some cool shots, I guess. Yeah. But there's a part where he jumps out the window. Oh, wait, just before you say that, he jumps from great heights and oh, doesn't break anything. he gets any shot th- in the lung, like, three times in this film and never feels any damage from it. It's they never weird... hit any vital organs. Yeah, I'm pretty sure in the next pod where we do the year in review, we have the best it didn't hit any vital organs award. And this would definitely be a contender for that. But he jumps out of a window at one point. And lands on uh, Lil John's truck. <laughs> <laughs> Again, a very sexual euphemism. <laughs> he jumps out of a window and lands on Little John's truck. <laughs> he lands on his, like, horse cart. <laughs> and then Little John drives away through, like, the cities of... The cities? The streets of Nottingham. <laughs> and the thing is, first of all... Muggsy's mask isn't on, and he's a very, like, well-known public official. Even if it was on, Little John has nothing on his face. <laughs> no, and no one identifies him. He's just walking around in, like, the, the church when all the bad guys there, and no one's like, hey, it's that guy who rode away with the thief that one time. <laughs> also, everyone dresses like it's 2018. It's very weird. Like, yeah. fucking, what's his name? Ready Player One, the bad guy from that, the sheriff in this yeah. one. He has, like, a, a three-piece suit on. I know. I'm like, Wait, can I take some of this? Mm. Also, uh... I think this has previously my favorite shot in all of cinema of this year was George lifting his middle finger at the end of Rampage. Mm. As you know very I, well. Oh, yes. A you shot not, you're you, fond of. You will not. 
<laughs> You'll not stop talking about George and his middle finger. <laughs> but then in this one, I think there's a shot that rivals that, which is my favorite thing ever, where they brutally execute the sheriff of Nottingham. Oh yeah, by hanging him. They're in the. I think they're in a church or something. They're in the church, yeah. And then he, Little John shows up out of nowhere. The one-handed <laughs> Little John. He. St- ties a noose to his neck or something and then not robin, to his own neck too <laughs> <laughs> then robin is like you're not the sheriff anymore you dickhead and then he shoots the rope and then he gets hung and then the like epic heroic like hero shot with the triumphant music is him and little john walking away and like smiling and then just in the background there's just you see a corpse dangling <laughs> and it's this is actually a very violent film like every he kills a lot of people he does like and just like innocent guards who are probably just doing their job Good on you, Taryn. <laughs> you did good, Taryn. Um, the re- we've talked about the relationship, but they have no chemistry at no, all. It's... If there was one performance that I think was genuinely all right, it was uh, Friar Tuck. Like, he was fine. He was, he was pretty okay. Of course you think it's Friar Tuck. <laughs> um, also, there's, like, the whole conspiracy about how the sheriff and also the... What is it? The cardinal or something? I think it's the are, cardinal want to... They're or the paying pope. the... It's not the... It's definitely not the pope. <laughs> they're funding the... Arabian, They're so they funding can... Little John. <laughs> and the thing is, also, Marion and Friar Tuck have their own separate scheme to, like, uncover this, but also, she doesn't tell Jamie Dornan, even though he's on their side, but then he doesn't, he wouldn't approve their methods. But then he, she shows him anyway. She's like, check it out, they're funding the Arabians. And he's like, yeah, you shouldn't, you shouldn't have shown me this, because I'm like, I'm going to do this. And then Robin Hood shows up, and he's like, hey, I'm Muggsy the... The, the hood. The, <laughs> Muggsy the hood. What's he called? Muggsy of Loxley or whatever. Also, there's this terrible scene where... <laughs> Muggsy of Loxley. Where he, get, he has to get in good with the sheriff of Nottingham. And then the sheriff, like, confesses his most deep childhood trauma to Muggsy. Yeah, just, ma- so he can, no just so he can have, like, a one-liner later. It was like, hey, I'm gonna beat you with a broomstick or whatever happened. But yeah, it's like... Well, like, you just met him. Also, I don't understand why Muggsy had to fuck up Tuck's career. I don't either. He was like, that's the only way I could get you out of there. I was like, hey, how about you just sneak him out of there? Or say like, hey, someone else took your keys. Yeah. Like, I, okay, maybe we missed something. But also, it's... it's I doubt it. We were very focused on Tuck. <laughs> there, there's this um, chase scene where like a pot of gold empties over like their horses or whatever. Where it turns into the Fast and Furious briefly with horses. Oh. Where, and Little John oh, has like, like a the, stare the down. The yeah, yeah. thing. Where it's, yeah. Oh, God. Anyway, I think we've about covered it. Um... <laughs> Go see it. It's We love it. It is incredible. It's one of my favorite movies of all time because it is the worst thing I've ever seen. Um, moving on to a similar situation. <laughs> but reversed. One of my worst <laughs> movies because it's so good. Johnny English Strikes Again. <laughs> now, with Pete as the villain. With Pete from The Office, who was also the villain in Rampage. He's having, he's having a blockbuster he's having a good year, year. guy. Yeah. Um, it is... It, it's horrendous. It's... But well, I loved it. I mean, it's there's the the greatest scene in that movie is definitely <laughs> the Johnny, Johnny Boogie scene. The J- Boogie John. That's what we call it. <laughs> there's Little John and the Little Boogie, Boogie, Boogie John. So, um, in case you don't know what Johnny, you know what Johnny English is. We all know who Johnny English yeah, is. Yeah, but so they made. I think the last one came out like ten years ago. So a big part of this film is like he's old. He likes old technology, and it's all about new technology taking uh, yeah, over. Yeah, it's very much a parody of James Bond. Yeah, and then in the end, he kills Pete by throwing an iPad at his head. Oh, yeah, is does Pete die? I don't know. I hope I- so. <laughs> <laughs> it was off script. <laughs> he just wanted to hurt Pete. Um, there's, I don't, I don't really know if we should go through the story because there's just, I think there's just. I don't even moments. remember the story. No, I think Pete wants to like destroy the internet or something. I can't remember. Yeah. Uh, and then the, well, okay, Johnny murders three. Um, 
like MI6 higher ups in the first oh, he five minutes. Straight up he murders Tywin. Tywin Lannister and Dumbledore and some other guy. Which like yeah, that's the joke, obviously. But it's just I mean, look to his credit. I did laugh. Most of the time, it wasn't with the movie. It was at the movie. But, like, there were one or two times where I laughed at the movie. Oh, no, wait. The- <laughs> <laughs> PHL's brain stops working. That was the it dumbest wasn't one of them. <laughs> I mostly laughed at the movie, but there were a few times when I laughed at the movie. Um, but... Listen to yourself, BHL. Like, I think that moment kind of made me chuckle because he just straight up kills Tywin, which I, which I like. Um, Tywin talks some shit while he, he took a shit. Um, there's, there's a part where they give him... I mean, yeah, it's... I can't even complain about it because, like, yeah, it's meant to be incredibly stupid where they're, like, here's the pill that will make you sleep and then here's the one that will give you, like, insane energy and the, but they're in the same bottle or some shit. Mm-hmm. It's like... We know what's gonna happen there, and then yeah. <laughs> Johnny does like super cocaine, and then goes out and starts dancing on the dance floor, and it's the greatest thing. It's that we we were rolling over that because it was it was the best. I just want to clarify: this is not an ironically good film, but it's I don't know. You if you it's kind of like Mamma Mia too. It's like you know what it is. If you're just going into it like that, you know you know it's gonna be stupid. Um, and you know if you just think of it like that, it's kind of fun. It's not. It's not good at all, though. It's really terrible. There are a lot of jokes that don't work yeah. at all. Um, there's probably Mainly only... Buff and his existence. Oh my God, I forgot about Buff. We see Johnny's um, behind. Oh, we point. do. I, I like that. I think that's the ending of the film. Actually, <laughs> that is the ending. Mm. No, it's um, it's terrible, but it's fun. I enjoyed it, even though no, it's terrible. It is terrible. And now. I think we've talked about two films that are terrible that we enjoyed because they were terrible. And now that was a I, film that was terrible that we both hated. I hated this so much. I think a big part of it is because I haven't seen any of the other ones. I don't think so because <laughs> I think you're wrong. I've seen all of them and I really dislike this. It's Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them too, but not Where to Find Them. It's The Crimes of, uh, of John Old Depp. Of John Old uh, Depp. Yeah. <laughs> John Old Depp. <laughs> it's um. I think this is the first time in a movie where I've turned to you and gone, like, like halfway, I was like, this is terrible. And, like, not in a fun way or, or like, anything. I was just like, I'm sorry for forcing just, us to watch this. this is, it was really bad. It was just a mess. Like, okay, it's obviously probably better than Johnny English 3 or Rob... No, it's definitely better than Robin Hood. But, like, <laughs> I it didn't enjoy it on any level, really. Like, some of the... Most of the special effects are great. Um, the one, like, Kowalski... Kowalski was good. I thought Newt was... The performance was fine. Um, But it's just this, like, tedious, confusing... Yeah. Like, I can't even think of... (laughs) Queenie sucked. I'm sorry. No offense to that actress, but... But You're terrible. Either that... We're sign. (laughs) (laughs) No. I think she's probably a nice person and good actress, but that character... I I can't think of, like, what was the main plot. I think it was to find out who Credence is. Yeah. And then then Grindelwald wanted him... Spoilers, by the way, I'm just saying it again. Like, and then Grindelwald wanted him to kill Dumbledore? Something. I don't, it ends where it's like, hey, by the way, you're Dumbledore's secret brother. Um, let's go murder him and or something. Oh, that's the thing I like. Dumbledore. He was great. I love Jude Law was fantastic. Jude. He's in it for like Aurelius 10 minutes, though. Dumbledore. <laughs> that's my Jude. I didn't understand how they were brothers. I was just... No, me neither. Just at the end. That's I not because you haven't seen them, by the way. That didn't... Like, no... I mean, that's the twist, I guess. And I'll explain it more, but... Yeah, Mr. Sunday has some theories, if you want to <laughs> check those out. Um, but, no, it was just, 
the thing, I think the part where it really lost me, because for a lot of it, I was like, hey, maybe this is building to something great. The big reveal scenes or whatever, I mean, besides the epic reveal at the end of the Aurelius, um, is they're standing in, what is it, like a, a cemetery or something? An amphitheater? Oh, yeah, oh, that happens too. And then they accidentally kill someone, and then they all disappear, and they're like, oh, shame on you. I'm like, what? Johnny's magic Hitler, just arrest him. <laughs> like, I guess they were trying to take their time or something, but then he creates a fire moat or whatever, and then a bunch of people die. I can't even remember who dies. I think Bellatrix Lestrange's relative, whatever she was, something Lestrange. Oh, yeah, she died. I think right? she died, but, like, I don't care about that character. They introduced her here, and, like, they didn't give her much, much to do. But the thing is, it culminates in the... In this mess. Well, there's that graveyard scene. Or it's not a graveyard. They're next to some... They're in that dark room. Yeah. At, like, all the characters. And then they just spend, like... It felt like 20 minutes. It probably wasn't that long. But they spent a lot of time just explaining this backstory that already I don't really care about. They're like, I was on this ship, and then I killed this baby accidentally. But then but then it wasn't this baby. It wasn't the Credence. It was this other thing. <laughs> it wasn't the Credence. <laughs> That's a direct quote. And it just... Houston... What's he called? Blockbusted Pod on Twitter. He made like a incredibly long thread of like all the plot holes or like the stupid moments, which I was thinking we would go through, but we don't really have time. But yeah, like go read that because that just basically sums up everything I'm thinking. Because it is, that there's reminds, so many dumb That reminds moments. me, on my way here, I watched YouTube Rewind 2018, but with a cringe counter. <laughs> <laughs> that honestly, I don't say this lightly. It was so terrible. One I of the it. worst videos. Like, okay, obviously they're worse. It's kind of like how Fantastic Beasts isn't the worst movie of 2018, but like, it, it might have been my least favorite because it was, it was so, just. I really, I really did like it. The most tone deaf, like, at least in the last one where they had that like, the moment where it's the like KSI. let's all KSI. No, <laughs> not the KSI moment. They had that moment where it's like let's all come together in harmony or whatever. At least they didn't just sit and say it. It was like kind of visual, like they were holding hands and like news broadcast wherever here they just sat on campfire like let's just be happy and yeah. like also if you're just yeah side youtube rewind tangent here if you're if you put aside all the political stuff whatever like whether you agree with it or don't agree with it or agree with it but think it was a weird way of doing it which i think is what i fall under it was just like just saying it yeah. you know, it's not there's no subtlety or making it interesting or anything like regardless of all of that it didn't it didn't have anything to do with YouTube, really. Exactly. It, had it, f-ing, it opens with Willard Smith. Why is My Willard favorite Smith? YouTuber. <laughs> he has a YouTube channel. I now. want Fortnite. Ah, that's, oh, yeah, that's he goes, ah, oh, that's hot. That, my favorite. Have you seen the memes that have come on that where he goes, that's hot. That's hot. I've seen one, like, one or two uh, on uh, Pew News. Uh, yeah, we, we're not ashamed that we watch the Pew News. <laughs> Even stuff, like, I understand why they wouldn't have PewDiePie even though it's stupid because like you know he's controversial and like even you know the logan paul suicide force of course they're not gonna have that there but like shane dawson was like one of the biggest his jake paul thing and his other stuff was one of the biggest things the logan paul ksi fight was like yeah. one of the biggest events like it's not about so youtube much, so much stuff missing ah uh, anyway yeah like just yeah i don't know it's terrible honestly and it's I really just all it. fortnite and i hated it it was yeah, so I don't, I don't even play Fortnite, and I was just like, well... I mean, I, I don't either. I want it on the record, but I don't either. <laughs> I clicked on it, and I was like, yeah, I'm guessing what this will be. Oh, there, oh, the worst thing. Okay, I genuinely really like John Oliver and, like, his show. John Oliver doing that Fortnite dance was one of the... I cringed so... I don't I, use I'll, that word a lot. I'll show but, you I'll show you the cringe uh, oh, version God. afterwards. Ugh. Like, I, I hate to be that, you know, oh, so cringy, so cringe, but, like, but that is. made me physically, like, recoil, like, oh, God. John Oliver, I like you, but, uh, anyway. Yeah, Fantastic Beasts 2, it's it's bad, didn't like it. Yeah. It's not 
it has some merit, but it's it's not good. Game Night. Now, here's a good movie. Genuinely good movie that I genuinely enjoyed. It was fantastic. It's, I, it was I love so the good. Bateman. I love the, what's her name? The McAdams. Uh, the McAdams' favorite actress. The, the, the Todd from Breaking Bad. Mm-hmm. One thing, I'm not, I didn't not like it, but I just left me kind of, left me kind of, the ending where the guys outside are like reloading the guns or whatever. Because it ends with the guy from Wolf of Wall Street and a bunch of other stuff. He's not famous for Wolf of Wall Street. The, his brother. <laughs> Leonardo DiCaprio. <laughs> um, he's also in, like, Manchester by the Sea. What the fuck is his name? He's so famous. Kyle Chandler. Um, at the end, he's like, hey, uh, by the way, I did this horrible, like, illegal money thing. Um, and I was like, okay, that's kind of a funny joke to end it on, I guess. Although, kind of leaves it open for he's probably going to get hunted down. Now. And then it actually shows, like, the criminals yeah. coming, to, coming to get him. So I was like, eh. I hope they don't all die now because it was so nice. Like she's pregnant and everything. Mm-hmm, yeah. But I don't know. I loved it. It was uh, how I put it was it's like a less good Edgar Wright movie, which means it's still very good. Cause like some of the, you know, the directing kind of style and the transitions and, and the bullet hole wounds <laughs> and like some of the comedy even kind of reminded me of Edgar Wright kind of stuff. And it was that opening scene is fantastic. Also with the queen song and like how it goes mm-hmm. through all the games. They're yeah. playing. Very, very funny. Very well made. Also sweet, right? Like yeah, like a very. I loved all the characters too, like on all their storylines. Even though, like sometimes the subplots get kind of not as good. But like the what was it, Denzel Washington lookalike? Oh, I love that. It's so good. Um, also, and that, and that had freaking Winston from New Girl. The thing is, I know I've seen that guy in something before, but I can't, I can't put put my finger on. It. Anyway, Game Night, great movie. Moving yeah. on to. A kind of great movie. The Ballad of Buster, Buster Scruggs. Scruggs. Now, how much of this did you watch? I watched the first two, like you said, and then the ending with Neeson. So we need to, we need to talk about this. So basically... <laughs> we need to get serious for a moment. <laughs> the Ballad of Buster Scruggs is a Netflix anthology film by the Coen brothers, who I've only seen... I haven't seen a lot of their films, but like they're very famous. I want to catch up on that. Um, but it's their newest film. It's an anthology, which is... So it's six separate stories... Um, like short, yeah, in short one film, movie. yeah, uh, in one thing. And so, the first one, we can go through them individually real quick. I th- overall, I thought the movie was quite good. Um, but they varied in quality. The short stories. Yeah, I, I haven't seen the last two because you told me they weren't great. I have only seen yeah. the last, like the ending shot of the Neeson one. <laughs> so the first one, the Ballad of Buster Scruggs, I really like. Is that. fantastic. It's um, I think his name is Tim Tim Blake Nelson or something. He's the like cowboy. He's kinda, Buster Scruggs. He's Buster Scruggs, and then. I mean, yeah, it's just, like, a kind of classic... I, I love a good Western. I love Westerns, man. Mm-hmm. I just love, like, the whole aesthetic and, like, you know, the scenery and the the gunfights and everything. And so yeah. it was just like that. It's, you know, that kind of cartoony kind of version of it. Um, and he... I don't It's just very entertaining. Some great imagery. Um, and, you know, it's, it feels like a classic because it's, like, told from this, like, you know, old Western storybook or whatever. It feels like one of those. Um, and then the second one... With Franco. The Franco hanging scene. And the, the freaking crazy banker with oh that was good yeah hands on. Dude, that was a cool moment though where he's like first time oh yeah. Yeah, yeah and also when the the horse was dragging him away i thought that was a great shot um when the third one is about liam neeson taking a armless legless dudley dursley from harry potter as his western show and i thought that one went on for way too long and i know that's kind of the point to sh- like because it has to show the passage of time but like you don't have to show his incredibly long routine every single time i got i genuinely got kind of bored there what was his routine i haven't seen it it's like he repeats these bible verses and then like some oh, okay. a speech by abraham lincoln i think and they show it like a few times and the first time it gets like huge applause and like scattered applause and then no applause and like but they show it 
I don't know. It, it went on for a bit too long. But then the ending, I will say, I got bored watching it, but thinking back on it, like, it's very, it's a very good, it's a very good thing. I just wouldn't watch it again. But then the ending where Neeson drops him in a river, oh, it's very dark and very, very depressing. But throughout it, you kind of think like, are like they're friends, I guess. But then Neeson also has sex with a prostitute with him in the room and doesn't like seem to care for his well-being. And he gets drunk and like drags him to a whorehouse or something. But then at the end, yeah, that's what made that ending more powerful. Is like, oh yeah, he was just doing that because like he needed him to for his show yeah but i i thought it was good even though it was a bit long then the the fourth one i think she said anyways (laughs) the fourth one that's what she said jokes are always funny the fourth one is where this uh quote you on that (laughs) man goes um looking for gold in this beautiful valley some great visuals there i think it may have gone on for a little long but maybe you know i thought it was pretty it was pretty good and then he finally finds the gold and then he gets shot in the back by this like bounty hunter and then the bounty hunter sits there for a bit to make sure he's dead. And then he comes down and turns out he's not dead. And he, like, beats the shit out of him. And then he goes back with his gold. Yeah, it's quite a satisfying ending. And then the fifth one I actually loved. I think you should watch that one as well. I won't spoil it. But it's about... They're on this trail. Uh, this girl goes on this trail, like, to Oregon or something. And meets this handsome young cowboy. And that's all I'm going to say. I don't want to spoil the ending. But it's like... It's very well made, and there's like a little bit of action in there, okay. a little bit of romance, oh, and yeah, how the long ending. Is that one? I think That's it's like thirty one? minutes or something. Okay. Um, but it's it's very very good. I would watch that one. All right. And then the last one I thought was a bit, eh. We got to move on though. Bohemian, <laughs> very good. Very good. Watched this right? the other day. Great performance, movie wise. I thought it was there were, uh, like I feel like it was carried by the performance and the music a bit. But I think there was still some good. Like the press conference scene was pretty great. Oh yeah. Um, and I think, no, I thought, I thought it was quite good. What do you think of the ending with like the 20 minute concert? That was great. Like, I right? like that. Yeah. Yeah. Cause a lot of people say they thought that was too long, but I, no, I, I, feel... I loved it. Mm-hmm. It's like shot for shot, like real life kind of thing. Yeah. I, some stuff seemed a little historically inaccurate maybe cause I don't know the story. So I'm not going to say definitely it is, but at the end where his dad hugged him, I was like, I somehow <laughs> Freddie's dad doesn't hug people. <laughs> I somehow doubt that happened. Like that seemed very much like a movie kind of thing. I well, I didn't know much about Freddie Mercury, so it was it was interesting. And I also loved the scenes of them creating the music because mm-hmm. I love you know everyone loves Queen's music. But how many Galileos do you want? <laughs> it was a very good film, actually. Um, yeah. Also, I realized we haven't put this in here, but I just remembered you saw and. And on that, on a date even, you saw oh, that did, Halloween. Did we not talk about this? Because I, I, I don't think we did. Oh, well, yes, I did. Your boy I, went on, your boy's off the market. Took a, took a lady mm. to the movies. Oof. And, and you saw Halloween. You didn't Halloween. see Johnny English, which is what I recommended. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just trying to destroy your relationship. <laughs> you can only watch that with me. <laughs> and it was, it was pretty good. Like, I haven't seen the other Halloween movies, right? Yeah. And like, it's very, I feel like it's, and I don't watch a lot of horror movies either, but I feel like it's a very standard kind of run-of-the-mill horror movie right but it's it's, it's it's pretty good yeah like there's some, some scares got some scares i kind of think i think the i don't know about the ending it's kind of like mm. Mm. but what there's there's a great moment where a fat dorky kid tries to kiss um what's the what's the girl who's like the main jamie lee curtis yeah her her daughter like the fat guy tries to kiss her daughter and then she's like you know and he's like he walks away like he's dressed in a halloween costume because it's halloween so he's like Dracula, I think, but he's got devil horns. And he walks away super sad. And then Michael Myers comes. And then, like, he, like, uh, picks him up and stabs his throat through a fence. Jesus Christ. <laughs> yeah. And then at the end, um, can I spoil it for you? 
Sure. Yeah, it's like I'm not gonna see it. It's um. And if like, I do, you they know, trap they trap Michael Myers in a safe room and then they like fill it with gas and light a match. It's kind of like. Uh. Uh. But he and the, he'll, but the, he'll he'll he escapes, yeah. Yeah, of course he does. Yeah, they're gonna say they put him in a safe and then throw it in the river Ruffalo in Now You See Me style. <laughs> but that would have been too I good. Sh- I should have done that. Um, um, but oh, there's a very violent um, bathroom scene where is it the one where he puts the teeth? Yeah, that yeah. gets very violent. Oh god, yeah that that trailer made me <laughs> spooked. <laughs> uh, we can skip the Hangover because I think we talked about it. Watch Borat. Okay, now we're gonna speed around these a bit because we are out of time almost. <laughs> the Bijou right. party is starting right now. <laughs> also, someone actually suggested that. Um, I said jokingly to one of my friends, I was like, "Yo, we just get everyone in here and record a podcast." He was like, "Oh yeah, you should do that." And I was like, "No, dude. Of course we shouldn't." Did you do? Was this Cooper? <laughs> no, it wasn't Cooper. It was Matthew. <laughs> oh, oh, <laughs> even worse. <laughs> I watched Borat because uh, I've seen most of it. <laughs> like I've seen most of it already through you know clips and stuff, but I've never seen the full thing. So I just sat down, and watched it. It's hilarious. It's very good. Yeah. Uh, oh, Merlin. I've. I better to, speed. I, I need this. to talk about Merlin for a little bit. Very quickly. It's. I've got so much nostalgia for it. I started watching it again, and then, like the CGI is. It's not very good, right? But just the story and the friendship between Arthur and Merlin. It's very good and i realized there's so many actors in merlin who are in game of thrones it's very weird tywin i was about to say tywin's in all of these kinds of things Ty- tywin uh mesa lewin gendry sword boy so- sword boy <laughs> i could i could go on it's yeah but it's very very good i'll never watch it you- but maybe i will <laughs> <laughs> sounds horrendous <laughs> um then we watched uh, something that we've watched way too many times. Oh, yeah. We watched Pitch Perfect, which we actually talked about last time. That's how much we watched this. But we watched it... Okay, to be fair, we didn't watch this one alone. We watched it at an actual party. And we got it. We pe- People were like, let's watch High School Musical or something. <laughs> we're like, we're like no. no. We're watching Pitch Perfect. We're watching that again. Again and again and again. God, you're such a Benji. Th- thank you. Also, someone... What, no, that- f- <laughs> uh, I watched Before the Flood for a geography class. How Not was it? For A, for the geography, <laughs> the one geography class. It's uh, Leonardo, Leonardo yeah, DiCaprio it's, it's, is it's sad about the environment. Right? Or... Yeah. No, I mean, it's it's a very well-made thing, and yeah, it's a very terrifying uh, prospect, and I've been learning about it for like several months now, so I've been very depressed in case you haven't noticed, because we're all going to die. Unless we do stuff, which you should watch the documentary to find out why. Also, it's, it's, a, it's entertaining, but it's also, you know, good and informative about a very... Serious issue. Uh, Obama's in it. The Pope's in it. A bunch of... Uh, Musk is in it. Elon? E- <laughs> Musk the Elon? <laughs> no, it's, it's good. Uh, and depressing. But watch it. It's about an, an important thing. Don't talk about this. Bojack Horseman. God I've gotten damn. back to watching it because I finished GOT in Brooklyn Nine-Nine. I was like, gotta watch something else. Got back to Bojack because I hear it gets way better after season one. It does. Season two so far is amazing and hilarious. And the thing is, I came back and watched it. And the first voice I heard, and I knew just after hearing that that it was destiny that i should keep watching it it was krasinski krasinski was as on what as a guest as, a, as something i can't explain it to you now it's very very good so far i'm you know, loving you it you know stella you're familiar with stella I'm a, I'm she she's watching it she will not shut up about it really yeah <laughs> this party just got way better <laughs> upgrade we both watched it well oh. you watched this on my demand yeah <laughs> i i finally watched it because everyone was like oh it's so good and i've also and been it's pretty good I mean, and it's very much a twist ending oh yeah we're not going to spoil it because a lot of people haven't seen yeah. it but a great action, great character. It's like Dread meets John Wick meets something Venom. else. That I, yeah, Venom. Yeah, it's it's a way better version of Venom. Um, no, yeah, I I've been catching up on a bunch of movies lately to so I can make a really good top ten movies of, of twenty eighteen list mm-hmm. and also maybe make a video about them. So this is yeah, that's what the next 
bunch of these are that I was just watching to catch up. But yeah, Upgrade is great. Upgrade? Upgrade? Up- did you see the terrible they did surgery on a grape meme that they did, that the Upgrade <laughs> people did? They posted, they did surgery on a grape and then it was the Upgrade poster but with a grape on it and said Upgrape. <laughs> it was so horrendous. I- but I also kind of chuckled. That is the worst meme ever though. Eighth grade? Um, it's like, <laughs> it was the worst years of my life. <laughs> it's like Edge of Seventeen, but uh, about a younger girl, and it's really good. It has a lot of similar, I mean, that's kind of just the genre, but it has a lot of similar story beats to Edge of Seventeen, which kind of distracted me a little bit, but it's great performance from the main girl, well-directed by, I think it's Bo Burnham, who's like a YouTuber, which is really cool. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, a, it's a very good film. Uh, definitely check it out. Vikings, Vikings. you've been watching? Uh, yes, because the new season just came out, or what, is it called a new season if it's like, because last time it was the mid-season finale, right? So is it a new no, season? No, it's like, just the same season. Okay, well then, the, the new season continues. The season uh, five of Vikings continues. I haven't started watching that, but I've rewatched some of the earlier episodes to like get caught up. Mm. It's such a good show. On it, like so good. I hear good things. You should watch from it. you only. <laughs> I watched Teen Titans go to the movies, which was way better than I expected. I thought it was gonna be terrible because the trailer looked horrendous, but. It was actually quite funny. I found myself laughing way more than I thought I would. There are some bad, like, you know, fart jokes and that kind of stuff, which is like, okay, it's a kid's movie. But then they actually kind of, like, do acknowledge it sometimes. Like, that's why no one takes them seriously. It's it's super meta. It's, like, kind of a kid's version of Deadpool a little bit. Um, <laughs> Isle of Dogs, the new Wes Anderson film. Oh, do you Fantastic seen... Mr. Fox? Yeah, it's in the style of that animation. It's super weird. It's so weird, but it's great. It's does really, it got, really good. Does it got... Seth Rogen in it? No, no, no. Oh. It's James Franco? No, it's way more serious than that. <laughs> it's got an all-star cast, though. Um, main dog is Brian Cranston. And then Jeff Goldblum, Bill Murray, Scarlett Johansson, Edward Norton, Tilda Swinton, Liev Schreiber. Hey! It's freaking... What's his name? Yeah, Sabretooth. Sabretooth. No, it's it's excellent. It's a very good film. Uh, with great animation. Searching. Uh, you didn't... Sarach. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know Unfriended? That's the Skype thing, right? Yeah, it's done in kind of a similar style where it's all told from like a computer screen and phone screens and like TV screens, but it's excellent. It's a fantastic film and it's emotional. It's well told. It's a great mystery. There was, I never like... What's it about? This guy, his daughter goes missing and then he's like trying to figure out who did it. It's got so many twists and turns. Very well acted, very well executed and like emotional. It's it's fantastic. Yeah, really, really good. Um, oh, I, I remember a movie I watched that I forgot to put on. Hush. Oh yeah, that's actually pretty good. It's a horror film. It's a horror movie, yeah, and it's and it's it's very unique in in the sense that it's the main girl is deaf, right? So mm. that kind of adds some very like very eerie shit to it, because sometimes you just uh, see like some scenes are like completely silent, right? Mm. And then like I haven't uh, like just imagining yourself in that person's like uh, in shoes like to be so terrifying, and the main guy is. Or the main villain is very terrifying as well. Well, some of my, some of my better friends, ah, <laughs> some of my other friends watched it as well. They watched it and they said it was really bad. So yeah, I don't understand. Huh. Well, I don't know. <laughs> Who do I trust more? Probably them. <laughs> um, and then you put here the poorly planned podcast. I don't know what that's about. Oh, it's because we got a new QLED TV at uh, at home, Oof. and and then at freaking dinner, I was like, you know what? Let's watch a a poorly por- planned. Uh, uh, so I very sat nice. with my dad and my sister and me, and we watched some poorly planned. I just, so good. That makes me so happy. I just thought you should know that. Oh, uh, that's awesome. And then similarly, I wanted to mention the Weekly Planet. Um, they did, and this is a while ago, but 
this has been like the best thing because they did a Q&A. They do a Q&A every year for a charity thing where if you donate money, you get to ask a question. And they did it 2016, 2017, now they don't this year. And I finally donated this year. All of my money. <laughs> I was like, yeah, this, this, you know, it's, it's a great cause. I think it's Care Australia. Um, it's a great cause, but then also you get the Q&A, which is great. And they had like you know, tons and tons of questions. So getting in there is not, it's kind of, you know, just luck. And your boy got in there with this question. And I was, it was the best moment because I was listening to it and I was setting the table. And then I just hear... Benedict asks, and I was just like, <laughs> drop <the> plates, <laughs> drop the table. <laughs> and I asked, uh, have they watched The Office? And they answered it, and they talked about it. It was the best moment ever, because I've listened to them for years and years. It's and my I've favorite thing. And influenced them now. Oh, <laughs> uh, it's so, it was so good. And then the best thing is, they put out, not only they put out that, they put out a room tour, like, a, of their of their setup, which was amazing. And then they put out a part two of the Q&A. And then in the description of the part two, they had links to all the other Q&As they've done over the years. Which means... It's like, I think it's like two hours for each one. And every time, every day when I bike to school, I know people want more biking stories from last time. Uh, yeah, Trust yeah. me, I have many. <laughs> we'll save them for later, though. But many a bike story. <laughs> whenever, you know, when I bike to school in the morning, I listen to the Weekly Planet. And so now I had like several weeks worth of just back and forth. For mm-hmm. the, I was so good. That's the best thing. I'm so happy. Anyway, that's just my little Weekly Planet shout out for the week <laughs> that we do every time. Um, yeah. So now let's go through some announcements and like you know some some stuff that's been happening and again i definitely missed a bunch of stuff i'm really sorry but i did i'm sorry i wrote go through previous pod comments we can't do that now we don't have time but i'm sure there was there were very nice things said there yeah um maybe we'll do that next time one million views i got one million views on one of my videos which was a i saw that pretty great moment not gonna lie mm -hmm. um two jc comics picks on the email and i think there are actually more jc sent this my zombie apocalypse team, <laughs> team leader, brawler, weapons expert, brains, <laughs> medic, so incredibly accurate, speed fighter, mascot, <laughs> and guy who dies first. It's excellent. For the record, oh, if people so are good. watching the video, they'll have no idea what we're yeah. talking about. Um, oh, that's so good. You have to send this to me. Oh, I will. Don't worry. And then he sent another thing. Oh my, <laughs> what is this? He said this, this is Mike Myers' picture. That's pretty great. This is Mike Myers. I was going to send you that when you are going on your date, but I didn't want to distract you. Um, and I think he sent something else, but I can't find it right now. But thank you, JC Comics. Those are, those are great. GC Green. Oh man, I should have pulled this up before. Okay, I'll find it for the actual pod. I'll put it in and I'll send you a copy later. But he ranked all the podcasts. He was like, I love them all, but here's my ranking. And I would, I would agree with it. It was pretty accurate. Um, like, uh... Like other podcasts? No, like our like episodes. Like episodes. Of ours. Oh, yeah. So it was very interesting, and um, I really like that. Uh, and then also on the Instagram, Pierce has been doing some great things. But back when we saw Venom, he made a change.org petition to get me to dye my hair red so oh, I could transform yeah. into Woody Harrelson, which is just, how many? How many has that gotten now? I hope none. <laughs> Turns out it has like two hundred. It's got tw- oh my, 20, 20 people s- signed that. That is incredible. So thank you, Pierce. Pierce has been doing great work on the pod and uh, on the Instagram in general. Also, so many of our friends follow it. It's so weird. People who I don't even like talk to ever. <laughs> I've totally missed some other announcements probably. I'm sorry about that. But we are out of time. But I hope you enjoyed this episode, this little return. We're going to have some great stuff over Christmas. We're going to oh. have not only a Christmas pod, but maybe... A Ben and Fred watch? Maybe. I mean, the the copyright might not work yeah, but hopefully that'll be up there for a movie that no one is expecting us to do but i think we'll have fun doing it so i hope you enjoyed this episode uh 
I feel like if you usually say something else. Anyway, you can find me on YouTube, BHL Hudson, Instagram, Twitter, BHL underscore Hudson. You can email the pod at bhlhudsonvids at gmail.com. Boom! You can find <laughs> me on Twitter at FDK underscore Dalt Sniper. You can find me on Instagram at FDalgard. And you can find me on YouTube at FDK Space Gaming. Oh, so good. Well, I think that has done it for this episode. We all, we all, the two of us, hope you enjoyed. <laughs> hope you enjoyed. <laughs> Thank you for listening. We will see you very soon next time. Burn up, burn up, bump, 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 bump. Burn up, burn up, bump, bump, chicka, wow.